Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on demand on the Blaze Radio Network. The founder of this company 10 years ago was trying to sell his house and went through real estate agent after real estate agent, and they were all talking a great game. And this guy who is selling his house, the founder of this uh, this company, he's, you know, he's kind of an important guy and kind of, you know, should get the best treatment. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think three years ago. Their deal is, their word is their bond. And they are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. We have a thousand agents across the country and they are people that listen to the show. And so when you go through real estate agents, I trust it's sent to somebody who already you already know their sensibilities. They already are cut from exactly the same cloth. There's got to be a better way. There is real estate agents. I trust dot com. Thanks for sticking with me, America. So in the last segment, I said no industry. It is a perfect storm. No industry has credibility or confidence really today. If I'm wrong, please tweet me and tell me where you think I'm wrong. What industry does have credibility? Or leave a comment on on SoundCloud or iTunes. There's no credibility in my eyes in the Congress, in the White House, in the Supreme Court, in the media, whether it's mainstream media or online media. The banks, big business, small business. Unions. But what does have some credibility? What what has come part of your culture? That everyone seems to love today. Bar quite a few. But it's it's a genre that's taken over in many aspects. Reality TV. Now I don't get a lot of American shows. Um, been in Ireland. Um, if you've watched some of these reality TV shows, you can tell me whether I'm lucky or not lucky, but also I don't get to watch much TV. But I went Googling, and I've heard of some of these, but I I, I don't know the the storylines. Um, so see, these are some of the reality TV shows I've came across. Jersey Shore. X Factor. American Idol, I've heard of them. Survivor. America's Next Top Model. Well, I'm guessing that's something to do with model agencies. Bachelor and Bacheloress. The Apprentice. I have watched that. And I'm actually currently watching that, and it's actually pretty good. Donald Trump does a very, very good job. In this, I'm watching, I think it's two or three years old, The Celebrity Apprentice. And, you know, you can see he's very good. Big Brothers, Teen Mom. That just shouts out American exceptionalism right there. Dancing with the Stars and The Biggest Loser. There are countless others. And of course, the show everyone knows and everyone loves, because apparently it's so super. Never watched an episode and never will. Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Now, this is an industry and part of your culture that has become ingrained. Do you want proof? Well, I remember the old days, and this was a show I actually used to love when it was on, the Jay Leno show. And he'd go out and talk and ask these people questions, you know, in, in L.A., and sometimes the tourists would do a lot better than American citizens. 
But you look at MRC today, or you look at Louder or Crowder, you see all these videos of college students, of people, and asking questions. Sometimes ridiculously stupid questions, like, who is Washington, D.C. named after? Um, like, even if you're totally stupid, a guy called Washington will be somewhat logical of an answer. I heard some answer, I remember, I think it was the MRC did this one, and someone said, who's Washington, D.C. named after? Uh, Abe Lincoln. Come on. Use a bit of logic. You know, you don't have to be smart. Just use some logic. Hmm, Abe Lincoln. Let's name the capital after him. I know, let's call it Washington. But I'm going to ask a tricky question. A question I view far more importantly than who is the capital of D.C. named after. How many people of all ages, I'm not going to target young people or old people or educated or uneducated. How many Americans today can tell me how many protections are in the First Amendment? You don't even have to name them. But how many protections are in the First Amendment? Heck, how many people could tell me what the first protection is in the First Amendment? How many do you think that is? I'd love to know your answers in the left side of your head. But then you go to those younger people or the middle-aged people who are in their 30s, 40s, 50s. Hey, who got eliminated on The Bachelor last night? Oh, that was Joe Bloggs. He, he did something stupid. Or who got eliminated on The Apprentice? Oh, he, he, he did this. It was some tagline and the boss didn't like it and Donald Trump fired him. Or did you see what happened on The Cardassians last night? I'm going to pick a name. Like, um, what's your one's name? Oh, God, I should do research before I go blank. The one that's married to Kanye West. Whatever. Did you see what she did on the Kardashians last night? Oh, I did. Did you see what she was wearing? Everyone would know. First Amendment? Hmm. I'm going to say I don't know. There's, well, you know, one right in the First Amendment, two, three, four, five. Heck, there could be 10. That's the culture you're living in. You live in that culture where reality TV has all of a sudden gained that bit of credibility and someone looking in the camera and saying something is true. These are some of the problems that I think has happened. And that makes Donald Trump a symptom of your society. Because you watch the Celebrity Apprentice and you see him carefully in the, in the, the show that you see. You don't ever get to see the edited parts. See him breaking down what team did what and who, who was responsible and who came up with the ideas and nailing down who was truly responsible for the losing teams lost. And then listening to them and asking them probing questions and then at all at the end going, you, you're fired. 
that has a lot of credibility. And this is not an attack on Donald Trump. This is a an outsider looking in going, this is what I see. Is this what you see? And is this what you want to be? Do you want to actually debate what's happening in your country? And debate on principles, not policies. Debate on principles and substance, not cults of personality. Not a left versus right. If you've listened to me for a while and you've listened to these shows, you know at different times, different quotes speak to me. And I'm going to share a quote with you right now from a Democrat, which just won't leave me. And that Democrat is John F. Kennedy. Let us not seek the Republican answer, nor the Democratic answer. Let us seek the real answer, the American answer. But I want to go one step further. I want to go one step further to Trump supporters. Because, and this is also focused on Ted Cruz supporters. I've had one fear for quite a while. And if you watch my interview on Glenn Beck in January, I shared it with him because he was interested in my opinion. My biggest fear for this election is, is you get your guy or girl. And let's just focus on the right. You get your guy. Donald Trump is the guy and he is the president or Ted Cruz is the guy and he's president. That conservatives or Tea Party people and, and Americans will just wipe their hands and go, job done. It seems many today from looking at the way they interact with people. They want the quick fix. They have growing, grown tired of the day-to-day -day grind. And people just seem to want to elect someone to get into that White House. And they seem to think in the back of their mind that when you elect them into the White House, they have a magic wand. And poof, all things are going to be solved. I'm seeing this on all sides. And I don't want to focus in on, I don't want to make this personal. But it seems to me today, there are many on the right, quote unquote, who either don't believe or have forgotten your founding principles. You don't believe they work anymore. You have bought the spin line from the left that says the Constitution, it's old, it's antiquated, it's out of date. You have succumbed to the level that the Democrats have sold you for so long in the media. That the Constitution can't solve anything. That you as an individual can't solve anything. Sure, you can play your little pot role and your little part in your little community. But you need me. You need me, the politician, to do things for you. Me, the politician, I'm the one who can really solve all your problems. And the reason I think so many people on the right 
have fallen for this line? It's because there are so many on the right who are selling this line today. The amount of quote-unquote actual conservatives who will actually say, hey, you're the solution to America's problems. How many Republicans who are running both in the presidency and in congressional races across the country are actually truly, not only going to say that, but actually truly believe it? You know, it's popular now. Even John McCain would say in an election, hey, you know, well, we're going we're gonna to reduce the size of government. No, you're not. The GOP has been just as bad as the left at growing government over the last 16 years. The likes of Mitch McConnell, John McCain, Lindsey Graham, John Boehner, Paul Ryan. All these people, they're great at growing government and solving problems. And sure, hey, if there isn't a problem to solve, we'll just make one. And lastly, I think a lot of people have lost hope. Have lost hope in themselves, have lost hope in the Constitution, have lost hope in your values, in God, in each other. And that's truly troubling. And I don't have the solutions to that. I have hope, but my hope doesn't come from an election result. You know, I'm watching people on the right, both Ted Cruz supporters and Donald Trump supporters, as they do in every election. They're bringing Reagan back. You know the problem when you look to bring someone back? Encores are never as good. But the problem is, when you put on a set of glasses, we want the Reagan recovery, we want the Reagan economy back, we want the Reagan days back. You might get another hero. And you that person will just Stroll on by and you'll have missed them because you're looking for Reagan. Let me give you some examples. For me, again, if you've listened to this show for a while, this won't come as a shock to you. For me, the best person that ever lived was Jesus Christ. And pushing him to the limit, the best person apart from Jesus Christ to ever live is George Washington. If you love the founding fathers and the Constitution, you're going, do you know what America needs right now? America just needs George Washington to come back. We just need George Washington, man. His credibility, his principles, his calmness. He's just brilliant. Well, guess what? If you're looking for George Washington and you have your George Washington glasses on, Abe Lincoln is going to go strolling on by because you won't see him because, well, he's not George Washington. And if you think Abe Lincoln is the greatest president because of everything he did and won the Civil War, and you have your Abe Lincoln glasses on, well, guess what? Calvin Coolidge just strolled on by and you didn't see him. 
because, hey, you were looking for Abe Lincoln. And if you happen to be one of the few, because you have rewritten your history so much and the left has rewritten your history. I never see conservatives, they're very in the minority, who actually know about Calvin Coolidge, let alone actually revere the man. If you've got your Calvin Coolidge glasses on, guess what? John F. Kennedy just went strolling on by. And if you've got your JFK glasses on, guess what? Ronald Reagan just walked on by and you missed him. Don't put on glasses and say, we need this person. Because the new hero, you will never find them to hold up, to support, to embrace. If you're putting on another person, if you're looking for the next Reagan or the next Lincoln or the next Washington. And secondly, America has never been a country that has looked backwards. You have never, ever been that country. You never were. Well, if we could just go back to 10 years ago, everything will be swell. America has been built on looking forward. On having that hope and that belief. And maybe the problem is you haven't got that hope anymore. But that belief that tomorrow really will be a brighter day. That tomorrow and for my kids and our, my grandkids, they will have a brighter future. Maybe that's the lack of hope and that's caused the problems. But going backwards won't solve anything. Let us look to tomorrow. And let us work and pray. And if you feel up to it, fast for that better tomorrow. And let's make it happen. I got to take one last quick break, America. I'll be right back. Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on demand. The Blaze Radio Network. 